let's get started. Um, so we, we're, we want to alternate back and forth between uh, my one, your one, go, so on and so forth. Sure. Yeah. Starting okay. in the Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference. All right. Um, my first Eastern Conference team is Fuck Brooklyn, um, otherwise known as the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, I pr- I might have picked Milwaukee to finish first had it not been for Crazy Town um, going on over over yonder. Um, this just makes the decision easier. They are as well oiled mach- machine as we have in the league today. And uh, I think they're going to finish with the best record. I, I'm, I'm not going to be like, I don't think it's going to be close because I'm not sure, but I could see them winning, you know, 60 some games. Bucks currently plus 390 to win the West Eastern Conference. Okay. There you go. Jeremy, yeah. you're, uh, you're one. Uh, this isn't going to be original, but I'm also taking Milwaukee. You know, okay. I think that it's the sort of thing where they certainly deserve the benefit of the doubt, seeing as how. They were down to nothing in the finals. They won four games in a row. They looked incredibly dominant in the playoffs. Even before then, um, they basically were what a Jeff green miracle game away from winning that series in six. And then they were a Kevin Durant miracle shot away from winning it over in regulation. So um, yeah, I think if, if not, if Kyrie's situation does not get resolved in the sense of him getting vaccinated and he is not playing, then I think you have to give Milwaukee the benefit of the doubt here. So I'm going with Milwaukee. Jeremy, that is an interesting perspective. I got to say, I haven't heard many people when talking about the Nets and Bucks and that series talk about how close the Nets were to losing in six or losing in regulation. It's always if Kevin Durant's toe is bigger than the Nets win yep. in seven. That is a good call. Not yep. your first rodeo. Good job. <laughs> um so this is where everybody listening is like, ah, is he going to do it? Is he going to predict the Knicks are going to finish second? And sorry to disappoint you folks. I'm not. Um, I think uh, Kyrie Irving could build himself a spaceship to Mars and launch off uh, from his backyard tonight. And I, I think the Nets would still be a top two team in the East. And for all we know, that's exactly what he's doing right now because he's Kyrie fucking Irving. Um, I think the Nets, I mean, look, they're in, they're an injury away from one of their top two players from, becoming not a top tier team, but I don't know, despite the fact that, uh, what is Harden 32, 30 mm-hmm. feels like he's 42, but whatever. Um, and Durant, you know, hasn't exactly had luck staying on the court over the last several years. I don't feel comfortable going into it being like, well, they're probably going to lose X amount of games from these guys here and there. Cause I think they're deep. Um, I think they're deep in, in some good areas. Uh, I, I just don't feel, I, I mean, it, to me, it would be a bit of a stretch to predict anybody else second. So I'm going to, I'm going to go there. Once again, we're in lockstep, but I agree with you because of the fact that, you know, Durant played 35 games last year and uh, in the regular season, and he was elite from when we saw him. But here's the thing. We have not seen a, a player, especially an elite one play more than one dominant season after an Achilles tear. We saw Dominique Wilkins have his all-star campaign. And then after that, he just, you know, dropped precipitously. And that's the thing. Do I think that Kevin Durant can beat those odds? I do. I think he can come back and, you know, he was very fortunate to have an entire season off. He had a tremendous amount of time uh, between the injury with recovery and, and then starting again. But we just don't have data to show us that Durant is going to continue to be healthy and elite. I still think he will, again, kind of beat the odds. But again, like Harden, we saw with the hamstring injury. And if you're down one of those players and if Kyrie Irving can't play, and this is another thought, if one of those players goes down with a serious injury, 
does Kyrie then say, you know what? They don't like, there's an issue here. Let me see if I can come back. I'll get the vaccine and we'll figure something out and then I'll play. Maybe, yeah. I, I, maybe there's a breaking point. Maybe there isn't. Um, but that I'm not counting on. And I, I'm sure you're not either. So um, yes, you know, exactly. the only thing I, I do want to say, I just casually tossed out there that James Harden was, was 32. And I joke that he looks like he's more like he's 42. Um, I'm not sure if that's something we should be joking about anymore. This guy doesn't give two shits about keeping himself in any semblance of like, I mean, you're a professional athlete. Um, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe take care of yourself a little bit more. Um, and one, I feel like if, if it's going to, it maybe it falls off the cliff at some point like that. He's a guy that I wouldn't be like, for instance, I'd be more surprised if LeBron fell off a cliff than Harden, even though LeBron is whatever he is a, a lot older. Um, okay. It's so, the brute force of LeBron too, right? Like yes. it's just the strength that's there. And I think I read recently that Harden really doesn't take a lot of catch and shoot threes. No. And we saw in the preseason, the game where he tried to draw a foul and the refs didn't call it. And I'm curious how that impacts his game as a whole and what that does moving forward for the team, because there are a lot of open shooters of that, that one play again, just one play, but it's just an example of Harden can't get bailed out by the refs and there are other players we'll talk about similarly, similarly, but I think that's maybe going to have some sort of factor. Even still, I'm with you. You got to put him second. Okay. Well, real quick, the Bucks mm. are projected. Well, on DraftKings, it's plus one fifty for, the, for them to finish higher than two and a half. So if you think they'll be the two or the one seed, it's plus one fifty. And Brooklyn under one and a half is uh, minus one thirty five. So a lot of people have them as the one seed. It's plus one ten if you have them finishing as the one seed right now, over one point five. So, and this now, now it gets interesting. Now it gets interesting. And this is where this is where I give in. And this is where I say, fuck it, because for everybody, for everybody on every I, for the post games that I've done and on other other avenues on Twitter, or whatever, saying Knicks are going to be three seed, Knicks are going to be three seed. My consistent retort has been, why do they deserve the benefit of the doubt over Miami, Philly, Atlanta? I think they deserve the benefit of the doubt over Boston. But like, why do they deserve the benefit of the doubt over these teams? And I can't justify it to myself. However, however, if put into a situation such as this podcast right now, where I am forced to pick a team to finish third in the East, why the fuck not? I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm taking the Knicks third in the East. Wow. And here's the other thing. I don't think it's that hot of a take. I really don't think it's that hot of a take. Knicks over under is 8.5 for the conference. So if you think they'll finish over 8.5, so I guess the eighth seed or higher, it's plus 115. I, I guess I'm I taking it What's I mean, up? Those are great odds. Those yeah. are great odds. And it's also like eight, I think, is extremely too low, especially since I think a lot of people that are smart are having at least the sixth seed. So that, but John's, John's, it's a Knicks podcast. Well done, and, sir. Well, and let me just say, I, I and maybe this is, going to look really stupid um, as are most things I say. I, I am influenced in this decision by the two preseason, the, the preseason games we've seen, which again, we're, we're dropping. I, I sure as hell hope they don't look like shit uh, in the last two preseason games, but you know, or an injury. That's the worst. That's the worst part is that, that would we, be do, we record all this before this, their third preseason game and Rose and Kemba collide at some point, like Just off the court and hush. Yes. Plus you that into the universe. Jeremy, are you as brave as John? I'm not. Okay. Not in this case, at least. No. Um, 
you know, much to my chagrin in terms of putting them there, I, I feel like I have to put Miami. Um, it's the sort of thing where I don't even really fully believe in Miami because of the fact that they are so thin. I think mm-hmm. they've got maybe six top players. And then after that, it's a very precipitous drop for their rotation. But I think, and again, I, I, the spacing for the most part, still pretty ugly. Uh, at least I think the pairing of Bam and Jimmy, but then you have, you know, John's top five favorite player and Duncan Robinson. And uh, <laughs> I still think that Tyler Harrow his you know, the bubble performance is to me still the anomaly, but we'll see, you know, he had a whole season outside of the bubble and he had a whole, another major part of the season outside of the bubble and was just okay. So did you not I, hear 15 pounds of muscle, Jeremy? That's a lot. It's 15 yeah. pounds of muscle. It is. And you know, he did have a kid, so he's, clearly going to go off uh, and he considers himself in that same upper tier. So confidence is everything. And he's got a name, a song named after him. So um, I, you know, I think that there'll be a, a good regular season team. And then I think they'll draw a playoff matchup and it will just be really tough for them. Even as a three seed. Um, so I'm going to okay. go with them as I think Kyle Lowry is a really good addition for what they need. I'll let them have their regular season fun. I think it gets a bit more complicated in the postseason for them. The okay. line for the heat is four and a half. So over four and a half is minus 115. Under four and a half is minus 105. So if Jeremy wanted to go over, it's it, it's not positive odds either way. They all, the DraftKings thinks they're going to be the four seed. Okay. Um, I'm wrestling with whether I want to put out a hot take right here or not. Hotter, hotter than... I was going to say, after putting the Knicks at the three seed, I well, think you're, well, you're on, because, on brand if you want to do so that. So I actually don't, I don't, I, I'm, I really don't think putting the Knicks at, especially with, I think Simmons showing up in Philly is, is actually better for anybody. Who, if, like if you are rooting for Philly to have a worse record, I think Ben showing up is like worse. Cause I just think it's going to uh, sow the seeds of discord even more. Um, that, that may be a hot take. I don't know. Um, but like what, in essence, you still have that grouping of Philly, Miami, and Atlanta that everybody has as the, you know, the third, fourth, and best teams in some order. Some people, and and I'm about to potentially say something that would push all three of them down to five, six, and seven. Eh, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. Um, I'm high on them this year. I can't fully explain why I'm I'm this high on them this year, but I am high on them this year, and I'm gonna take Boston as the fourth best team in the East. 